listening to Hope Signals with Mark and Susan Mason, the podcast of Life on the Verge Ministries. Hope Signals is a podcast where we offer practical principles and motivational insights aimed at helping people navigate their hopes and dreams. Proverbs 26.13 says, The sluggard says there's a lion in the road. There's a lion in the streets. You know, no doubt there's a lion in the streets right now, isn't there? It's affecting all of American society. And the tendency is to uh, use fear as an excuse for not moving forward with what you can do. There's a lot of things we can't do right now, but there's a lot we can do. And let me let me start with this. First off, um, I got you know, pretty ticked off when I saw someone criticizing uh, a, a dear pastor friend of mine for holding his services online this Sunday. Now, most of you, I would assume, would understand the prudence of that, uh, but they were giving him a hard time about, you know, where's your faith and the church should arise. And, you know, the Proverbs also say in uh, Proverbs 22, 3, the prudent see danger and take refuge, but the simple keep going and pay the penalty. Friends, if there was a major blizzard right now and the streets were covered with snow and ice, a prudent pastor would not um, put a burden on his people to show their faith by driving in that and showing up for church. That would be foolish, wouldn't it? So I would imagine the vast majority of lovely people that attend churches around uh, our country, around the world, would understand that things need to change to show some prudence on behalf of those that maybe are more vulnerable than others. What pastor would want to be responsible um, for setting off uh, this virus in his own congregation? Yes, God is our protector, but he's also the giver of wisdom. And so this is a temporary thing, uh, just like a blizzard. And, uh, you know, we've got to be prudent. But at the same time, I believe we've got to play offense despite the fact that there's fear and crisis all around us. I mean, there's quite literally a lion in the streets. So what do we do? How do we, as followers of Christ, respond to that? That was my prayer this morning when I turned to the scripture. Um, you know, right now we're in a situation where you know, it, we were able to do a, a prison event on Friday night. Um, now it's Monday morning, and I just got word last night that Florida has shut down all volunteer programs, and Texas, which is our next couple of months, um, shut down at least for two weeks. We don't know how long that's going to last. That doesn't mean I can't do anything. I'm doing something right now. This is part of my response. I'm not going to be a sluggard and get a survivalist mentality. And, you know, we should be prudent and do what the authorities tell us to do, uh, you know, get as many groceries as you think you need. Just, you know, watch enough news to get what you need and uh, and be prudent. But at the same time, just like I tell inmates all the time, I say, you know, during your incarceration, you've got to live life on offense. We all know that the, the team that wins the ball in any contest or the team that wins the game in any contest is the team that keeps the ball the longest. And moves toward the opponent's goal line. And so we've got to play offense even in the midst of all of this. We've got to realize, yes, there's a lion in the streets. Uh, there's another lion in the streets called the Lion of the Tribe of Judah, and uh, he's on our side. And so regardless of how bad the storm is or how rough the seas are, 
Jesus is still on the boat with us, and he'll give us wisdom of how to respond. You know, light shines brightest in the darkness, and so we're in a very dark time right now, no doubt about it. Some people, you know, Jesus said that uh, as we got closer to his coming, that men's hearts would fail them for fear of things coming on the earth. Well, well, we know he warned us of this, and uh, if there's ever been a time for the church to arise, it's right now. When we get busy playing offense, looking for the opportunities in the obstacles, you know, saying, I- I'm going to do something in a positive direction for the kingdom of God, despite everything that's going around, when we look for that opportunity in the obstacle, op- <laughs> yeah, that opportunity in the obstacle, we rob the en- enemy of idleness. You know, when we sit back and stare at a problem, it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. But the good news about problems is is it causes us to look for solutions. So how can we, as believers, shine in a time like this? I mean, there's a myriad of ways, but I'd ask you to pray. You know, how? Maybe you have to still go to work. Um, you know, how can I be a light in the middle of this without being weird, without being, you know, uh, condemning of other people? You know, pe- different people have different levels of faith. You know, faith is one of those things where Jesus commended some people for having great faith and and uh, he rebuked others for having little faith. There, faith is one of those things that can be little or big. It can grow and we all have a measure of faith. And and uh, and so don't don't be condescending of people that that are struggling even if they are believers but use the measure of faith you have to reach out to someone that maybe needs a little hope needs a little faith and uh, i just went i made a list i sent this out in an email as well but there's a lot of things that we can do and and obviously prayer is what we should all be doing um and i don't care who's in the white house if they declare a national day of prayer that's a good thing and i hope that you spend some time in prayer on on that day but we should continue to pray for our national and local leaders that god would give them wisdom regardless of the vessel um, that God would give them wisdom in the decisions that they make. And we wouldn't just be anti-political beating up on our leaders. Listen, that's a hard place to be in. I don't care if you're Republican, Democrat, Independent, whatever. Uh, all eyes are on you and you need wisdom. And I would just encourage you, don't don't be one that's constantly ridiculing, um, but be praying for your our, our leaders and the decisions that they will make that will affect our society. Pray for your pastors. Um, you know, they're making huge decisions. They're really in a tough spot. And so pray for them, encourage them, send them a card, send them an email, let them know you're on their side. Don't just make them assume that people are with them. And, and uh, you know, I know from being a pastor that a hundred people can tell you that was a great word, pastor. Thank you. But that one that wants to slam you just sticks, you know? And when I saw that, it was actually on Facebook. Um, someone, you know, not, I mean, I don't want to call them ignorant. What they did, I thought, was kind of ignorant. They just publicly blasted this lovely pastor um, for saying, hey, we're going to have services online this week. I just thought, what a horrible thing to do. I, I, you know, I resist the urge very frequently um, to post things on Facebook in response to what someone else has said because I see it as this is this is public. This is a public ridicule of someone. So I'd encourage you, you know, to send texts and emails and, like I said, even cards or letters to your pastors and leaders and say thank you for the great job you're doing, you know, and counsel them and let them know that you're with them, that you're you're praying to God, that, that God will give them wisdom to make the right decisions. Pray for our first responders, you know, and, and medical professionals. I spent 10 years as a cop and, and man, you don't, you don't 
get time off during times like this. You're the ones that are still out there in the face of it. I remember when the uh, AIDS crisis hit and HIV was everywhere and it didn't matter. I was still dealing with bloody crime scenes everywhere and, and it's a dangerous place to be. And we see some of our professionals are already coming down with this virus. And so pray and encourage first responders and medical professionals. There are things that we can do as believers, uh, you know, even sending a card to the sheriff or the chief of police or the firehouse or something, just be an encourager, someone that's edifying and building up others. Pray for our scientists and researchers that they would discover, uh, you know, some sort of cure or vaccine quickly for this thing. Um, Continue to stay involved with your church. You're still, we are the church. The building's not the church. Encourage one another as you see the day approaching, you know, Paul said. And and uh, send encouraging emails to those around you or Facebook messages or make phone calls. Um, continue to be generous despite the Dow Jones industrial average and the economic downturn and all those things. Continue to be generous. This world is not our supply. God is our supply. He meets our needs according to his riches and glory. So let your faith be seen in your giving in the face of this. Call and encourage especially those that maybe are elderly or shut in. I mean, these are just some suggestions of ways that we can play offense despite a lion being in the streets. Um, Post edifying content on social media, not, not just silly memes and critical things, but edifying content. Ask the Lord to give you a word to encourage other people. Uh, send an inspiring book to someone via Amazon that maybe is shut in. Well, a lot of us are shut in right now. Um, just be the the one that's on offense, that's doing something, that's shining despite the darkness. Um, you're a servant of the Lord Jesus Christ, called for such a time as this. Not a sluggard that backs down, not a survivalist, not a slave to fear. Paul wrote these words in Romans chapter 8, verse 31 through 39. He said, what then shall we say in response to these things, all the bad things that were happening around him at the time? Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, for your sake, we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation, including the coronavirus, will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. So be prudent. But don't be a sluggard and don't get a survivalist mentality. This world is not our home anyway. Ask God to show you the opportunities in this obstacle. What can you do to further the kingdom in the face of this darkness that seems to be settling around the world right now? Hey, I hope that encourages you. It's not a, a rebuke. It's an admonition um, to say, hey, this is not the time for us as believers to crawl in a hole or be negative and you know throw stones at one another or at leaders and all that, but to be edifying and to uh, really just show the love of Christ to the world around us. May your faith be strong in Jesus' name. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to Hope Signals. You can learn more about us at lifeontheverge.com. 
We're a completely donor-funded ministry that carries the good news to prisons around the United States. You can help us by sharing this podcast, by partnering with us with a tax-deductible gift at lifeontheverge.com, or by even talking to your leader or pastor about having us come and minister. Thank you for letting us be just another voice of inspiration in your journey.